Cut the wood, stack the wood, season the meat, smoke the meat. You ready to eat? 517 BBQ. I hope you like my little poem. Come join us in the drive through or order on your favorite app. Located at 427 East Oakland Ave, Lansing, Michigan. 517 BBQ. Welcome to Grand Kai Gaming. This is your first time here? I'm glad to have you. On this channel, you're going to find tournaments, reviews, gameplay, and so much more. If you find this content valuable, consider subscribing to the channel. Welcome to this ENT podcast featuring Mr. Joe Walker. All right, Chris Vance Playground Sessions. My first question for you is, on a scale of 1 to 10, how happy are you to be alive? Ten. That's an easy one. <laughs> I hope they get more challenging. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, as a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? As a child, what did I want to be when I grew up? Mm -hmm. um, God, it's so dorky, but I think... I wanted to be like a college professor. Hmm. Okay. That's not dorky. <laughs> <laughs> That's not dorky. That's admirable. <laughs> now, you know, you know, I should have said I wanted to be an online college professor because I knew where the world was going four years ago. <laughs> That's the real answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was going to be the first and the best Thank you all for tuning in. I am the word heavyweight champion, Mr. Joe Walker, and welcome to this podcast brought to you by thisent.com, Proven Esports Group, 517 Barbecue and Grand Kai Gaming. Be sure you subscribe to this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Also, check out Grand Kai on YouTube and subscribe to his channel. He has some helpful esports videos and lots of great content. And be sure to follow him on twitch.tv slash Grand Kai Gaming. He does tournaments every weekend called Ultimate Warrior. And he also does live interviews with some of the most notable persons in the gaming industry and community. I was so excited to interview Chris Vance, the CEO and founder of Playground Sessions. I was honored to feature him in our 2020 20 Questions Q&A series. And he and I, we laughed a lot during our conversation. But I enjoyed taking him through the journey that those questions create that life journey that cycle and I feel like out of all the ones I've done up to that point that one really stood out because I'm a person who 
you know, what, like the question, like Grand Kai's question about, about the first time you failed, which is a part of the Q&A series. That question resonates with me because, you know, maybe not, maybe it's not the first time I failed, but a significant failure was not learning to play the piano. I tried to be self-taught. There was a time when I thought that I wanted to produce music and create music and try to compose music of my own. And I wasn't successful at it. As a matter of fact, I fell on my face, flat on my face, pancake. But I love the sound of the piano. I love that instrument. It's my favorite instrument. Some of my favorite songs involve the piano. I think about Little Boy by Omar Lafouk, the piano in that song. I think about Ebony and Ivory. I think about Secret and Lesson Learned, Alicia Keys, John Mayer, the keys. Love the keys in that song and his guitar riff along with it. It's magical. But I love the piano. I can remember, you know, once I first started listening to jazz, when I was introduced to jazz music, my ears immediately went to the piano. Because I was so familiar with the instrument from hearing it in church. And the church I went to, there wasn't just an organist. There was someone who played, a pia who played the piano and someone played the organ. And they were on opposite sides of the pulpit. Uh, kind of like your first dueling piano. <laughs> and, um, you know, the... The piano is just so soothing to me. And I, I attempted to learn it. You know, a few different people have tried to teach me to play it. And I tried to do, again, I, I tried to learn some things on my own and try to self-teach myself a few things. And it didn't go well. I'm not ashamed to admit it, that it did go well. But it didn't diminish my appreciation for the instrument. And getting to talk to, to Chris, knowing that he created playground sessions. You know, the the, the technology, he, he did it so that he could learn the piano in an easier way than a traditional way of learning piano. And I think that that's really cool. And he and I laughed a lot. And that's something I enjoy about, you know, having conversations with various people. You know, being able to engage with them and have those moments, whether we're, we're laughing, whether there's a pause and they're, and they're thinking, and I'm thinking because I'm wondering what they're going to say, and then my response to what they say. And in those moments where there's tears, 
I just enjoy that. I enjoy sharing those moments with people. And I have a lot of respect for for Chris for what he's done with with Playground Sessions. The reasons why he created it came from a very genuine place. This wasn't just something made like, oh, I can make a lot of money off of this. This was he, he wanted to do this. He wanted to learn, but he needed to learn his way. He needed to learn in a way that helped him. So he created that way. He created an outlet for him to learn the piano. That made sense to him. That was easier for him. That worked for him. And now it's working for so many all over the world. For those of you who saw that you raised me up, you know, the, the piano recital they did globally the thousands of people who were involved and they all learned the song and they played it together is beautiful and we talked about that but just talking about his life you know that's what this Q&A series has been about it's about life it's about time how much we have and how we use it and and what was happening in our life at a certain time and as we grow. I've been very proud of this Q&A series. And Chris was a great addition. She gave some really good answers. Especially as after we got deeper, you know, deeper into the questions and it, and it becomes more personal. His answers, man give some really give some really good answers so and if you haven't read that interview on this ent.com make sure you click the interviews button in the menu click interviews and go through and find chris's interview and read it because what you're about to experience is a direct follow-up to that conversation but go go back and read the interview and read you know, all the interviews that are in the series thus far, depending on when you're listening to this. Click our interviews button on thisent.com and read all those interviews from Susie Quattro to Lecrae to John Lodge from the Moody Blues to Jazz O. The list goes on, again, depending on when you're listening to this but go in and you know and read those interviews experience those interviews because that's what they are those Q&A's this entire series is the entire Q&A series is an experience and Chris Vance is a great addition to that series because what he's done with playground sessions is create something that gives you an experience. You experience a good song. And being able to take a song that you enjoy. And use it. To learn to play the piano. That's an experience. So I'm not going to delay any longer. I'm going to let you hear. This interview. With Chris Vance. Now. Let's get into playground sessions a little more. So, and I've been I've been thinking about this for a minute, especially after watching after watching the recital and 
you know, just seeing Eric. Uh, honestly, um, you remember that question I asked you about a movie that you saw that made you cry and what scene? <laughs> Yeah, we we shared the video on, on thisent.com, and um, you know I watched it a few times, and each time I watched it, it moved me a little more. So by the time I watched it, like the third time, you know, it really kind of had me tearing up. But it's just such a it's just such a, a a beautiful presentation of unity. First of all, right, 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 right. It is, man. And then the music itself, it's just it's it's beautiful. You guys picked a great song. And, you know, the, the chords are just so lush and it's just so, it's just moving, man. Yeah, that was certainly a special, special, uh, campaign, you know, it, it uh, so, yeah, I mean, just better than we could even imagine. I mean, everything about it, you know, what's so special about it is like, those are all student musicians, right? These are people who, you know, hadn't played before, right, for the most part. Mm -hmm. uh, or some of kind of are learning or whatever, but this was really about offering people, you know, a free course online in partnership with Quincy Jones and, and Hal Leonard and and just showing up every day in people's living room and teaching them how to play You Raise Me Up, right? And this inspirational, hopeful song, and it just bound people together. You can physically be together. Uh, you can be together with your music. And, uh, you know, we had over 7,000 people learn the song from 52 countries and, uh, 925 videos submitted of people performing the song, which we were then able to, it took about a month, you know, to edit, to mix, to map. I mean, at the point in that video, you're hearing, you know, three, 400 pianos being played at the same time, you Amazing. know, and, uh, and just the range, right, from the countries, but also just the, the ages, you know, from the young kids, right, to even the seniors and, and baby seniors, boomers, man. so it just kind of spread everything, but... Yeah, man, I appreciate you watching it. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's going off, man. I don't know. I think we're, we're, we're quickly approaching 2 million views or something. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. And shout out Hal Leonard, man, for uh, showing us some love for sharing it on, on Twitter, too. I appreciate that. I was like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great, great, great partner, great organization. They're the biggest music publications company in the world. Just connected in, in so many different ways to music and you know, led by uh, a great CEO, Larry Morton. Um, yeah, so we're, we're, we're super appreciative. They, they suggested the idea. Larry had the idea for the song. He's very close friends with the, the, the songwriter, Brendan Graham. Mm -hmm. So that was special, right? So we got more involved with Brendan, you know, who wrote, who wrote it, right? And can talk about, you know, the song and, and, and why he wrote it and what it means and, uh, you know, how it can be used, you know, in such a special way. Uh, during the quarantine, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's something that I'll always remember. Yeah, it's a, something that a lot of people will always, always remember. That's yeah. remarkable, man. All right, Chris, check this out. So when you created uh, Playground Sessions, of course you had an idea of what you wanted to do with it and where you wanted it to go. But now that it, now that you, you know, it, it exists, um, tell us about you know, a benefit that you've experienced from Playground Sessions that you didn't necessarily plan for? Well, okay, so I started Playground Sessions, to, you know, to solve my own problem. 
you know, so again, Playground Sessions is a, you know, software and, and uh, content media company that, you know, has created a new way to learn how to play the piano. And uh, I always wanted to play. And I tried, you know, tried different ways a few times in my life and always failed, like everybody. You know, so I selfishly, you know, went down this road as, as an entrepreneur to, to, to create this product. And, you know, here we are years later, and, you know, we're number one radio. We're kind of own the space and in partnership with these great talents and Quincy Jones and Harry Connick Jr. and David Sides from YouTube. And just, it's crazy. But I think the thing that I didn't realize, you know, so I'm like Playground Sessions first customer. I can play the piano now. And I have a grand piano in my apartment. But like, I generally say if I can never play the piano again, I'd be devastated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that shocks me. Like, everybody knows there's something special about playing music and learning music. And, and, and you talk to musicians, and they're like, I can't you know, imagine my life without it. And I've, I've kind of became one of those persons. So that surprised me a bit, but I just, this product works, right? Yeah. Um, is there anything in your teachings where you teach people how to take care of their hands and fingers? You know, people people go through changes in their body, be it muscular or with their, you know, with their joints and with just like with typing, you're using your fingers so much. Eventually it starts to, you know, it feels weird when you're not doing it. Sometimes you develop the, the cramping in the hands and and that kind of stuff. So. You know, I've never heard anyone speak on the health benefits of piano play before. Oh, man, there are many. Forget about it. Addiction, uh, depression, you know, Alzheimer's, mood, stress relief. Uh, it's got, I mean, that's why it's so rich, you know, it's so deep, profound, self-expression, uh, creative expression, problem-solving, organization. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, right, right side of the brain. I mean, that's what Quincy would talk about, right side of the brain, left side of the brain. It's one of the few things where both of those things are just firing. Um, yeah, so learn how to play the piano. Uh, there, there are so, so many health and, and uh, benefits to it. It's, uh, it. it's a great, great recipe. Um, Chris, what, what's your favorite song to play to show people how well you've gotten at using the piano? Apologize by One Republic, and I say that because I learned it a few years ago, but I still go to it. 
right and it, it's still kind of the one song that I, when I'm playing it it just feels the most right mm. not that I got anything to apologize for of course come on <laughs> no way <laughs> Here, here's a song that I think about um, when I think about piano play I think about Ebony and Ivory and considering the climate of the world right now, when you sit down and look at the piano, um, you know, how often does unity come to mind? I mean, all the time. So I know that Ebony and Ivory in the, in the skit that, that Eddie Murphy, one of my favorite actors and comedian, did. Um, I'm not even sure you can do that anymore. Oh, him um, and Joe Piscopo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm just not sure it's, it's okay anymore. But, um, <laughs> listen, I'm playing music, I'm looking at the piano, and I'm, I'm just thinking how the world is, this is a universal language, mm-hmm. right? You know, uh, even Quincy says, you know, we talk about a lot of times, like, hey, people, oh, love, 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 I don't know, really, one out of two people, a lot of people have a hard time in love, right? And uh, <laughs> love can be tough. Music never fails you, man. Never fails you. You know, good mood, bad mood, stressful time. It's just a place, it's got so much power over us, so uh, I'm... I'm thinking about unity. I'm thinking about the universal connection, you know, of music and and uh, you know, melodies, the voice of God. You know, I think it's I think it's that special. That yeah. good answer. Check this out, Chris. I, and here's another question: I'm sure you've been asked before. I'm sure people ask you all the time, you know, about when you first met Quincy Jones and what did you say yeah. to him and what did he say to you and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's great. But check this out. This is what I want to know. Um, what was it like just looking at him, like? Whoa, there he is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, Quincy's a cool guy, right? Everyone knows that. Uh, so I, I remember when he first, like, when he first appeared, I was at his house. I was invited to meet with him. I was kind of hanging out in his living room and maybe fooling around near his piano or whatever. And, you know, just trying to stay cool or whatever. And then, that had know, to be surreal in itself to be inside yeah. Quincy Jones' house waiting to see yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's legit, man. It's legit. I haven't been there in a minute because of the, because he super, you know, quarantined with just being very careful with him given his age. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's just like me- meeting a huge celebrity and, you know, Quincy's so cool in his swag and the way he dresses and walks and talks, he, he just kind of has you, you know, it was certainly a, a moment to remember, but he, he's become a very good friend of mine, someone who I, I, I trust dearly and I love very much. That's awesome, man. I, I I can only imagine what it would be like to uh, sit and just look at them and see, you know see those people that you maybe thought you never thought you'd ever see in person. Yeah. And then there they are. I I just did a live chat a couple weeks ago, um, based around with the show David Makes Man and Felicia Rashad was on the was on the chat and I'm like wow you know I'm sitting here on a live chat staring at Felicia Rashad. This is just a little weird. You know, it's Clara Huxtable. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've met a few of them, you know. I met, met a few, you know. You know uh, Harry Connick Jr., same, same type of thing. He's like, wow, just sitting here, you know, talking and hanging with uh, with Harry. And, you know, Quincy's got so many friends, you know, David Foster, her being. I've been all, around a lot of people now, and I think I think it's cool, but it's just fun, right? But you know, it's important that you're you're there for a reason. Then you gotta remember that, you know, and play your part. Yeah. You know. Uh, but yeah, it's always fun, no doubt about it. And someone like Quincy, it, 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 the magnitude of his significance to the world is, is, is even hard to comprehend. Still, so he's he's still the most special because he's just touched so many people in so many different ways. And he's a real pioneer. I mean, he's you know um, he's done so many things. You know, and, and the first to do it, 
you know, so there's certainly a lot you can learn just from just being around them and listening to them, watching them. Okay, I got a couple more questions, Chris. What do you think it is about you that a person like Quincy Jones respects the most? trying to do why you're doing it um passion commitment um yeah trust all right so times are hard right now and this is going to be a moment in history that people are always going to remember it's going to be in history books it's it's one of those it's just one of those things and years after we after we're both gone, people are still going to learn about it and hear about it. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, Chris, um, what's the impression that you're hoping to leave for future generations? What do you want them to learn about who you were and what you did and why that was so valuable to who they are in their time? I want to tell you um, how grateful I am for what you do. I, I think it's extremely valuable. I think it's I think it's extremely important. I think it's extremely necessary. You know, I was watching my seven-year-old record himself going back and forth playing his pianos and drums <laughs> today. <laughs> Watched him go back and forth doing that and and just thinking, wow. In a little bit, I'm going to be talking to Chris Vance. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that would be awesome. So again, you know, thanks for what you do, Chris. It's so valuable. It's great, and uh, I've been, I've enjoyed talking to you. Uh, but don't hang up just yet. Hold on. Yeah, likewise. Thanks for checking out the This ENT podcast. You can find this podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other popular platforms. Make sure you visit thisent.com regularly. All Things Entertainment.